Hey loves, it's Constance of the Sovereign Mother Goddess podcast. Today we're talking about false hope, something I've been dealing with with motherhood, especially with having a very little, little one. We do it with Facebook. We look at people sharing their good news and compare ourselves. Meanwhile, we don't know about the counseling it took to make that couple work or how that woman is posting loving posts to keep her abusive husband happy and to keep her hope going for the man she thinks he can be rather than who he really is. We see the awards, the graduations, the new jobs, the cars, without seeing all the debt that they're collecting and creating for themselves and how their credit was destroyed during school or how the new car had to be purchased by someone else because of their bad credit. We think what a pretty wedding without knowing how she threatened to leave him if she didn't get married, even when it's just been four months, or how she's been with him so long that she's scared to date, so she stays. It's not always the state of perfection in our own minds and other people's lives, yet we compare and we look at our lives and, and look at the moments that are just a moment, that are just difficult, and we see the highlight reels in other people's lives and we compare to that. When, who are we to do that? We all strive for this idea that happiness is relationships, especially long-term ones. Meanwhile, we can have a short-lived relationship where it changes our life for the better. Even the worst relationships can push you in the right direction afterwards when you realize what you really don't want and you realize that you need to choose yourself. It's just a matter of perspective and a, and a desire to believe you deserve better. We get lost in highlight reel of what society expects of us, especially as mothers. We're so quick to feel behind because we're trying to live two lives. We're trying to still live as the maiden and as the mother. When we are now the mother, we need to make that shift. I saw a mother share on TikTok how she may take her little ones on trips, but it's far from perfect. When a trip is bad, it's bad. And how little ones are so unpredictable like that. You can think it's going to go well and you have all the hope in the world, but really it's whatever comes when you get there. It's it's the unknown. I appreciate how she's being so real with people and honest about how motherhood isn't always what you see on Facebook. All of those Etsy things of making those things, and I'm sure many of you have tried to make them and they haven't come out well, maybe not in the beginning. I see women getting their businesses going and my inner critic is ready to roar with criticism. Meanwhile, I don't have family nearby like they do for health or how they have older kids. So their kids are more independent and not relying on them. So they have more time to give to other things or they can afford to have daycare or their kids are in public school because they feel very confident in that. I have no business comparing myself to these situations. I do have moments where I allow myself to grieve who I was and celebrate who I am, and those emotions are normal in motherhood. You will have a grieving process for who you were before. I mean, you've spent more time being a maiden than a mother right now, especially in the, the younger years with your kids. I'm not a seasoned mother yet. I'll have a day that reminds me so much of my maiden life where I can think something and do it without adjusting to someone else. Like I worked out this morning and without a struggle. Meanwhile, tonight the baby might struggle to sleep or the toddler and I'll have to choose sleep as a priority over forcing myself to create an exhausted day where I have no patience for the kids, my husband, or even myself. So I have to choose what's more important in those moments. Based on that one day, I might post back to the gym, new life, who this, or whatever else I think because I think my life has finally changed and I'm back to normal again, which is normal like what's that? 
But I choose not to because it could crush my soul to admit I struggle to make it happen any other time. But I want you to know there are days I do yoga trying to use my crawling baby as a weight to make it fun for both of us so he's not far away where I can't see him. Or I'm chasing a baby while dancing. Then there are rare moments I get to the gym alone or I take the kids for a walk too with me to make sure that I get a workout and I'm not waiting for the perfect moment. Man, moments are things that we are always looking for, aren't they? I find myself lost in moments of false hope. That's the absolute worst. I'll feel so inspired to create a goal, to get something done next week. Or I'll think that I have to do it this week, which is way too much. Like a diet? No way. Especially when you're PMSing or when you're going through your period. It's not the right time to change your diet. Not at all. I'll finally get that great idea that's going to help my business. It's going to help me get that book done. It's going to help me to create a program that everyone will absolutely love. And I know I can do it in a week. And then I know I can launch. But here's the thing. I'm thinking from the mindset of the maiden. And I get so lost in the maiden sometimes that I don't even want to show the world that I'm a mother. And that's the reason I changed my podcast title. Because that is a huge part of who I am. And I can't hide that thinking that it's better to be a maiden than a mother because they're both great, honestly. And both of them are moments where you learn a lot about yourself. You don't lose yourself unless you choose to in motherhood. It's really a choice or you can continue to find yourself and grow. It's really choices and beliefs and what we believe from society or ourselves. We have a choice. So I'll feel so inspired to get that goal done and then I'll just fall flat on my face. I'm like, okay, that was old me. You can't do that anymore. Things are going to happen. The unpredictable can happen. And especially if I'm working at a rate that I used to work before, that means self-care is falling to the wayside. When self-care is an important ingredient in you creating your desires and your wants, and you need to allow yourself to have your wants too when you're working towards something, that whole week of trying to make something happen is soul-crushing. It's not okay for me to keep pushing, especially after falling flat on my face and believe that, yeah, I can do it. I'm going to get it done. Like, that doesn't help me at all. Like, it's great to feel inspired, but you have to back it with the self-care, the things that you need. Yeah, I need hope. Yeah, I need to be inspired, but I also need the self-care to feel inspired to create. I have to take a moment to breathe before I completely give up and believe I'm waiting for my kids to leave the house to succeed. I'm waiting for them to turn 18, both of them. So really, that would mean I have 22 years before I can do this, which is a huge exaggeration. It really is. And my mom did that stuff. I don't want to be that person because I know I can be who I want to be now. So it's important for me to adjust my goals to a mom who works and takes care of her kids in the house while building a business. Since age eight, my mother said no to me being vegan. And when I didn't like one vegan dish, I'm talking about one, her soul-crushing words were, see, he don't like it. You can never do this. And that has always stayed with me. I always get stuck when I mess up and believe I can never do this. And I have to work myself around that. And what's been helping me is working with the god Aries. The god Aries reminds us that we have to not only make a strategy once, but we have to go back and see what we need to adjust so we can continue to succeed. The same strategy isn't going to work for everyone. And that's why when you take a class with a coach, it doesn't always work for you, but you have to patent it for yourself. What's going to work for you and your lifestyle? She doesn't have the lifestyle that you have. And what if we extend the deadline? The god Aries reminds me when something doesn't work out, go back to your strategy. And really, 
like I said before, what if you extend the deadline for yourself now than, than what usually other people would have? I'm sure maybe like me, you joined a program while you're pregnant or something else going on in your life. You need more time. What if we see the, the focusing on a goal requires self-care, like I was saying before, especially the longer battle, which is, I'm using the terminology for Aries, the battle or your goals take to get there, you're going to need more supplies. And by supplies, I'm referring to the self-care. You need a lot more self-care and a lot more of you allowing play and allowing rest for yourself. Aries reminds us that whatever we desire requires us holding space and our own patience. We see rest in the way, but rest is a simple strategy that can lead us to victory. Preventing sleep, sleep deprivation, has been used as a form of torture. Sleep deprivation was used to get witches to confess. Aries is the god of war, and we can be quick to picture death, bloodshed, and evil. But so many of our wars have been fought without the intention of shedding blood. It may seem contradictory, but so many wars were fought for the hope of creating freedom. So when you feel like you are stuck in false hope and your dreams are crushing everything around you, you need to go back to your intention is what I'm saying here. Your intention is freedom. Your intention is for happiness and maybe it's to create more time with your kids overall. Intention is, an imp is imperative in war and life and we must become aware of underlying intentions that are overrunning our current goals. We all have a little Benedict Arnold within us that wants to keep us from victory, that wants to tell on us. And once, because the victory is like chaos, it's the unknown. We have a little traitor within us who wants to, um, to, who wants to just sabotage us. And we can get lost in how pushing ourselves and not allowing self-care makes our goals feel like something we don't want. What if you put your self-care first as the main ingredient to all of this working out? Have you dealt with false hope as a mom, measuring yourself against your life as a maiden or mother to crone? I'd love to hear about it. So definitely share that with me. I think I have it on Anchor that you can do that. Or you can send it to my email. I'd love to hear all about it. Make sure to share this podcast with other moms. I'm sure they've dealt with false hope, the feeling that you can just jump right into being who you were before when... You are a whole new person. No matter what you see online, be you and know that everyone else is struggling too and they just are afraid to show that. There's been a study done on, on Facebook and how social media has made it so people hide their emotions even more. We're far less likely to call someone and let them know our struggles when we really need to start going back to that again. Call a friend and let them know that you're struggling and share with each other. A beautiful thing that you can do is what we do in circles where it's you sit and you listen and you don't comment and do that for each other so that your hearts can pour out and you can hear your own souls. It's so important. Have a great morning.